Guys, we're back. It's been uh, January, February, March, three, April, four long months. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, we had uh, January, very beginning, January 2nd, January I believe. First. Was it January 1st? I think it was January 1st because it was right after your New Year's party. Yeah. We committed to a lot of things. <laughs> Honestly, though, we have posted on Instagram every single day since then. Yeah, we don't just quote. archived them, though. Yeah, we just archived yeah, them yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can actually see yeah, them. Yeah. So. It's all private. Yeah. Don't ask too many questions, either. Um, but we're back. And we're we're glad to be back. I hope you're glad that we're glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, <clears throat> what are we talking about today? Oh, I mean, what are we talking about today? Honestly, you know what I mean? This is a little free flow episode. We want to explain where we've been. We where we've been. Where we're going. Yeah, that's great. I think I like that the most. I want to. I want us to explain where we've been, but more importantly, where we're going. What's the yeah. plan? What's the next step yeah. forward? I think the reason why you ha- why this gap has happened, listeners out there, is because I I don't feel like we've done the best that we can. To give you the best of us. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was thinking about this earlier. And I've had people in my life who have listened to episodes during the during the break. You're right. And they've said, like, oh, that was really funny. Oh, I enjoyed listening to that. Which is great. Good. But I know that we weren't necessarily. And tr- we're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. We Wait, weren't let's not get deep into that right now. Trying the best. That's what that we're going to we do this episode. This episode is fully going to consist of where we were talking about where we were and what we where we're gonna go and the in the controversies oh so we're gonna bring up the controversies uh, i know you guys have been eager to hear about the, the top of everybody's mind our controversies our controversies uh this week's <laughs> episode of the expressive boys season two episode one consisting of where we were where we're gonna go i'm your bad boy expressive boy i'm a cute boy expressive boy and let's just jump right into it So, Brandon, we've been gone for a couple of months. A couple months. Gone but not forgotten, as they say, as they said at my grandfather's funeral. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of you want to hear the reason why we were gone, and, like, I get it. But let me give you a few reasons why we left you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You know what? If you guys are going to point fingers at us, there's three pointing right back at you. (laughs) You guys got all the reasons in the world to be so upset with us leaving. Do you ever think about yourself? Ooh. Personal reflection here, people. We're coming back hot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you. I got a list. Six reasons why we left the Expresso Boys podcast and you're to blame. I don't actually have that list. Um, No, honestly, it's our fault. It is our fault. And but, here's. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of what we were doing at the end of the the end of season one, which you all knew, you, you all know, you were you were in season one, you're in season two now, which Welcome. we made very clear in the beginning of season one that this is season one. Yeah, so this is not something new to you. And we're making it very clear now. We're making it very clear this is season now, two, episode season one. Two, episode one. Um, I think that a lot of what we did at the end of season one, I think we started season one strong. Yeah, real strong. Had some good intent. We did some 
Blue-eyed babies fresh out the womb. Are you kidding me? Bill Cord still suck, still stuck to some whatever it was. Soft spot still as soft as ever. <laughs> you know that little bit on the top of the skull where it doesn't quite form. <laughs> yeah, we were it, it wasn't there yet. So I think, uh, yeah, beginning of season one, we were we were doing some some things that were super intentional, and we like were all, all you know full steam ahead. End of season one, I feel like we can go back and listen to a few episodes. Where we're just like, yeah. We probably thought of those topics that day. Yeah. Day of kind of kind of topics. Um, so moving into forward, moving forward into season two, it's our commitment to mm-hmm. you, the listener. And as you know, we're really good with commitment. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about it, though. We're not going to commit to making a post every single day. <laughs> I think we knew that was a joke when we said it. Yeah. Duh. Right. Duh. We said, how hard could it be? We uh <laughs> we had some go listen to the last episode of uh, the last episode that is before this one I guess and yeah. uh, you'll see just I think that's the tail end of like how little we contributed to this no mas not anymore we're gonna contribute the best of the best of the expressive boys Caleb and I have sat down literally sat down Multiple and planned times. out episodes for this whole season we're like yeah we're episodes ahead at this point yes. And the, the point or the, the reason for all of this is that, and I think Brandon would agree, uh, there were some points in season one, which you all knew was season one, where we would finish recording an episode and our, we would just think, eh, I'll do. <laughs> I'll do. It wasn't any like, uh, oh, that, there were sometimes, especially, I think, especially right at the beginning, we were like, all right, that was a good one. I think right. the middle of season one, we kind of hit a little stride there for a second, but then... Uh, I don't even want to say life. I think we just got lazy. Sure. Lazy. I think we just got a little lazy. And uh, we were like, ah, we figured it out. We're pros. Calls Joe Rogan now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I think we had, I think there was, yeah, you could, you can kind of feel the momentum shift. I, I don't know what that, yeah, like I think it ultimately was lazy, less inspiration, whatever yeah. you want to say it was. Um, I feel like that at the end of, or middle to end of season one, we just kind of hit that mark. Moving forward, a lot of reasons why, admittedly, Caleb was all about recording early. Or not just recording, but like recording earlier to what then today. Um, yeah. I didn't want anything to do with it. And then we both sat down to have a conversation. We, they feel like this is like, you know, every great rock band uh, has those. You know, every great, 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 great rock band has those assumption. moments. No, no, no. You have your great rock bands has those moments. Comparison. Right. Like Motley Crue, you got your Motley Crues, you got your eight. You know how in ACDC, uh, the the you know um, the singer uh, in the very beginning, you know the ACDC that you know today is not the same singer that you know from the very beginning. The like first album ACDC, that singer died. Did you know that? R.I.P. R.I.P. So I feel like there's those moments where you know all those great rock bands. They have those come to but I just think come to realization moments where it's just like that you know, was out of we, their control. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe situation. it wasn't. You got Motley Crue, right? The Dirt's on Netflix. It's fresh. It's hot. It's relevant. Did you see that? Uh, I haven't watched. I haven't it. watched it. I I want to just because I was a big big fan of Motley Crue in high school. Um, but you got like the Motley Crue moments where they kicked Vince Neil out of the the, the band and they brought in some weird singer. That was like, this is not the dude that you want. He had those big moments. It was like those kind of self-reflect. Yeah. And the new singer didn't work out. Of course, they brought Vince Neil back. We didn't of kick course. anyone out of the Expressive Boys. 
But we just had this moment, I feel like, where we're just like, you know, we got to like come to grips. Is this who we are? We got to find ourselves a little existential crisis, figure out, is this who we are? And let's just say on top of that, and this can segue into the next part of the discussion, not only did we get a little bit lazy, maybe a little bit discouraged, sure. maybe uh, we, f- we were disappointed in ourselves, but yeah, more than anything, that, more than anything, there's ourselves. just a lot of things, a lot of new in both of our lives. That's correct. A lot of changes, which we can talk about. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about it. Uh, we For talked about it a like little six bit. Six minutes. We talked about it a little bit uh, a few episodes ago. That Brandon, the Bad Boy Expresso Boy, yeah. moved out to San Francisco. Correct. With his wife, the friend of the podcast, yes. the first producer. lady Espresso Boy, the producer and the director, Samantha Thomas Dolhyphen Holly. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> they both moved out to San Francisco. Uh, we talked about his job at Not Google, and then he t- works at Blue Bottle now. Right. But your boy, the cute boy. Go ahead. Say it loud. And as you can hear by the motorcycle outside. Say it proud. I moved to <gasps> La San Francisco, yes, California. That's the sunny one. Sunny California, the windy city. The windy The big city. apple. The big apple. The, the city that the doesn't city sleep. The city that doesn't sleep. Um, so on and so forth. So <laughs> working at Blue Bottle as well. Different right. location. Different location. Get a conflict of interest. Yeah. But I didn't realize it would doesn't matter it doesn't we'll get it we don't even get it. maybe we'll. um so on top of the well let's just let's put it this way we we recorded the last episode january 1st okay i yeah. started my new job at blue bottle january 2nd wow so right there you got a lot of cha- a lot that's of change. a big that's a, lot a big transition yeah needless to say let's just talk about let's just segue into this Let, let's let's wrap this pretty little bow on top yeah. of season one Hey, listeners, viewers, We're sorry. whatever you are out there in the world, we love you. More. We love you so much that we had to step back from what we yeah. were doing in season one. We knew we were not giving yeah. the best of us to you. We only want to give the best of us to you. And I, so much, we want to give the best of you so much that we're putting socks on top of our microphones right now. <laughs> we'll take a picture or something. <laughs> we'll post it. <laughs> Let's just say Brandon's dirty sock is <laughs> inches away from my nose. <laughs> so all that's to say, uh, season one, we want to tie a bow on that dirty end of season one and say, We're for all of you who, who held true, my God, do we love you so much. Yeah. We appreciate you so much. Season two, we want you to be a part of this, and we want you to move forward with us, and we are excited to see what's gonna, what we're going to be able to produce in season two. So since moving to San Francisco, Caleb, this is a very different city than Vacaville. A little bit. Very different, dude. Different. Okay, let me just tell you this much. Uh, Vacavillians out there that listen to this podcast, uh, by a show of hands, how many of you have the, quote, Citizens app? Zero hands is the correct answer because you don't need it in Vacaville. Yeah. I guess I don't need it here in San Francisco, but it also, at the same time, kind of feels essential to just living in general in in back of, or in San Francisco, just to kind of figure out, you know, who got shot today. You know what I mean? Or who got a strong arm robbed today? I, I don't have it because I want to be surprised when I get shot. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. I don't want to see it on the app first. I feel like I need to delete it because ignorance is truly bliss in this 
this wonderful city for starters yeah. just beautiful city beautiful love this san francisco city during the hours of uh 7 a.m and to about know, six to nine we'll say 9 p.m yeah beautiful like city oh my gosh the most beautiful city <laughs> i've ever seen in the world but but for, yeah anything after that i'm just like literally today there was a gunshot that happened the, and this is the problem citizens warned me about it and it was like six blocks away but six blocks away in san francisco is kind of a mile to like yeah. six miles down. You know, it's like yeah. it's it's. There's so much It'd happening. Be like, oh, you're traveling two miles. Uh, that'll be twenty minutes. Um, to put a little more perspective on that, and Brandon, you can tell me if we need to cut this out. Um, yeah. If you have any kids, cover their ears. I don't know. Yeah. My first day, I moved in. Uh, I think it was February first. I moved in, and I slept the night in my beautiful apartment. You wonderful. Woke apartment. up and. At five in the morning to go to work, walk outside, and there was wide-eyed, wide-eyed, and bushy-tailed, ready for the new <laughs> city. You know what I mean? I'm a baby. Day one of the job, day, day one, one of the city. I like you're up. ready to go. Ah, yeah, yeah, what yeah, a yeah, beautiful yeah. day. And I walk outside, and there was a prostitute standing directly outside my door. And as I crossed the street, she said, "I'll suck your dick." <laughs> And let me say, I've lived in Backville for 21 years and never, never have I ever has just anyone <laughs> offered it so willingly. <laughs> and day one here, day one, first thing I get. This was not nearly as aggressive or sexual. And again, could have been a man. years, but like for us, uh, Samantha and I, um, the first lady, Expresso Boy, and the producer of the podcast uh, here at the Expresso Boy Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, our first day one consisted of our car getting towed, mm-hmm. and that was a quick five hundred and eighty dollar realization that you can't do that here in the city. You yeah. got to make sure you park where you're parking. It's very intentional. So that was a tough transition into this. I've, again, again, this j- j- transition to this beautiful city, right? This beautiful city. So that was a tough, tough move. Yeah, and I know for me. Working in now, now we're, we're working in the city, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Can you give me some 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 examples of what working in the city looks like? Well, let me say, I I do genuinely enjoy it. There's a lot of positives, um, but some well, of the can I can I say can I agree with you? Yeah, a lot of great positives, but don't those those sometimes negatives don't they just <laughs> peak a little bit higher? <laughs> um, there's been it's just. And I don't want to call anyone out specifically, but sure. it's the homeless people. Right. It's the homeless people. And some of them are sweet, very sweet. There's yeah. one lady who's uh, is always just standing at the corner of my apartment, just always. You just look out there, and she's always there. Sweet lady, I guess. Um, but there's some people who come in and do things like uh, throw things around in your cafe sure. or knock stuff over off and the counter. And you're in a hot spot. I'm in a hot spot. Um, luckily we do have security guards in the building, God which, bless is a, them. which is a blessing. God bless. It them. really is. Um, we had, we had <laughs> one guy come in and he walked up straight up to the security guard. He said, excuse me, sir, I am homeless, but I would like to buy something. And so the security guard said, perfect. All right. I know. Welcome I, to the, welcome to the club. Welcome to blue bottle cafe. Happy to have you here. And so he goes up to the register and he says, I would like one waffle, please. <laughs> and I say this because it's important to the story. The sure. man was black. Okay. And he says, and I will st- have one waffle, please. And my coworker says, all right, that'll be uh, 406. 
And the guy says, what the? You're charging my black ass white man prices. And then he proceeded to scream and knock things over and then run out. <laughs> okay, but what does that compare? Now, I will share. Okay, for example, today. Yeah. And thank God. Literally, I'm not kidding you when I say this. I'm not saying this like as like a an expression that we might have as just normal citizens of the United States of America. Genuinely, I thank God when this person passed by my cafe today who she, a white female lady, was screaming at the top of her lungs to, to the point where it quieted the entire cafe <laughs> of probably you know 30 different seats. It, it quieted the entire cafe to a pin drop silence because this lady was screaming outside about how evil and wicked everything every, everyone was doing mm-hmm. and just screaming all the profanities in the world. Where were where were uh, her pants, Caleb? Mm-hmm. Dropped directly below her knees <laughs> as she was walking by the cafe as if this was just a, your average Friday. What a beautiful city. What a beautiful <laughs> city. <laughs> and so, like, I think I genuinely was like, thank you, Jesus, that she did not come into the cafe and I had yeah. to deal with that because I've had moments. Mm-hmm. But you've had them. I, and I say this, and I'm, I'm pulling this thing right out of the hat here because you've had a moment where a guest – has done some some pretty intense yeah. things in your cafe. Yeah. Please give us the story. Thankfully, I was not working. Good. This beautiful morning, but in this beautiful in city, beautiful city of San Francisco, California, the Windy City. Right. And uh, I was not working that morning, but apparently, a man of homeless descent. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he decided it would be a great idea to. Uh, Take a, how do I say this delicately? He fecal mattered <laughs> in the corner of the cafe. Well, okay, give me the details. Cause I, do you know the details at this point? I mean, I heard it secondhand. Sure. But like as, as we do have security and then we do have a separate like uh, janitorial services as well. You so guys they got did, it good. Yeah, we have it good. They did take care of that and it was out of our hands. That's awesome. Which is, yeah. Um, and this is something I haven't. I haven't even told you this one. Please this is a new one share. from last week. My one of my coworkers found in like the dirty dishes bin where people put all their dirty dishes. Right. There was a used enema in maybe we shouldn't say this. Maybe we should cut that. <laughs> I mean, we might want, we already said the name of the company that we work for that employs us. They have to know. Brian Meehan has to be sitting at his in his third story, you know understanding full and well what he's bridge out one window in the. <laughs> oh no! Thankfully, I didn't have to deal with that either. Lord help us. Um, <laughs> Brendan, I want you to tell the story. My favorite story. And I don't want to say the name of the guy, but the guy. Doug. Yeah, yeah, Doug. <laughs> I guess we'll say it. <laughs> I want you to tell the story of All Doug because right. it's. Probably one of my f- one of the favorite stories I've ever heard. So I, I was going in on, um, I think it was like a Saturday or something. Samantha was there with me. She dropped me off early morning. Uh, I think it was about a Saturday morning. And Saturdays are low-key at the South Park location. South Park Blue Bottle, come visit us. Name drop. It's a great, it's a great place. So um, I get there Saturday morning, and um, I have two individuals with me, um, 
like that that opened that morning and they weren't the most they're not you don't need to be a burly man to work inside of san francisco right but like at times it's helpful sure mm-hmm. so like these were not those burly men that were working with me that that particular day so um i hop on register and i'm ringing up first guest get their drink great uh, a couple of those guys they're working and they're they're busy making drinks and then um another guy comes up and he comes up and he says hey man um so i was um I, I used to work at this this location in Oakland that um a blue bottle a location. blue bottle location in Oakland. I used to work at this blue bottle about a week ago. Do you think I can get some free coffee? And said so I clarified and I said, You used to work there? And he said, Yeah, I used to work there. And so I said, But you don't work there anymore. Again, clarified. He's like, No, I don't work there anymore. And he it was him and his buddy. And I was like, Okay, well, you know, I can't give you coffee for free because you don't work there anymore. Blue bottle standards. Yeah, work employees for the company. get free. What? Yeah, get free coffee. That's great. So, um, clarified it with him twice. Uh, he does not work there, and I was like, I, uh, you know, I can't give you free coffee. Sorry about that. And he's like, really? And that was, that should have been the first sign where it got weird because his response was not just like, a, oh, I get it, no worries, yeah. but it was like a, huh, like taken aback by it. Like, he was like, you really? Think I'm not gonna get free yeah. coffee. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like I was like, yeah, man, like you don't. You don't work it. It was pretty straightforward in my yeah. head. So I'm like, yeah, no, you Look don't work Look at the employee handbook, pal. Yeah, this, this is basics, dude. This is literally day one. Like, this is application. You of get to anywhere see, you work, yeah, really. Like, you just don't get it. This isn't an option for you anymore. It's like, really? This not, I'm not going to be free coffee anymore. And I'm like, no, man. I'm sorry, dude. Like, you don't get free coffee anymore. And so um, his, next, his next rebuttal was, <laughs> well, what if I tell you this? What if I tell you, and parents... Block the, the, the kids of your ears here for just a quick moment. He's like, what if I tell you that um, I stepped on some shit on my way into the cafe <laughs> here because your employee, and he has the points to the employee. He's like, what, your employee dropped some shit on the sidewalk as I was walking in. And I was like, and so I, I was very confused. I honestly, I didn't know how to respond. And so I said to him, I was like, you stepped in shit on your way in, bud? Like, that's what you did? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, and obviously at this point it got weird because I'm like, I know he's going to, this is not like if he already tried step one of just trying to get yeah. free coffee because he worked here, didn't work. He moved on to step two and I'm like, okay, he's not going to give up without a fight. So I'm like, dude, all right, it's not worth me like dealing with this as like, a, a will give you some coffee. No problem. Yeah. What do you want? He's like, I'll take an almond latte. And he smiled when he did it, which got me going a little bit. Got me real. Doug. It got me going. <laughs> Do you know his last name? I wish I did. Uh, I really wish I'd I did. I'd call him out. So he, he like, all right, I got you, Doug. You want almond latte? Almond milk latte. If that's what's gonna get you, like, to get to get out of this place, my pleasure. And then he looked. He's like, you know what? I think my friend deserves one too. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me right now. Oh, your friend didn't <sighs> step in shit, now did he? No, but he apparently did. He apparently. And then his bro, his. Well, you playing follow now, the leader? Now or I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to. I swear, I'm not trying to just like stereotype someone. But if this guy has done drugs in his life, he shows that he has done drugs in his life. <laughs> so this was again, not someone I was trying to like just start messing with and like yeah. just. Uh, so I was like. And his buddy popped up. He's like, yeah, dude, you got stuff all over the sidewalk out there. Got, like, dude, I stepped out on my way in. And so I'm like, okay, dude, you know what? Fine. I'm going to give you your drink. And then we're done. Like, that's it. If, if this is what it takes for you to leave the place, then great. So he got their two almond milk lattes. 
gave them their drinks. It's a dollar extra. It's a dollar extra. Per drink. Two dollar extras at that point. Yeah, yeah. like two dollar extra. And so, All right, Doug. And so he, uh, he, we step over to the side. I help them prep their drinks real quick. And I'm just, dude, I'm literally shaking at this point. I'm just so mad. And so um, he, we, we step over and he starts having a conversation, just a conversation. Like if you're going to do this, I guess he did it right, but I don't know. In my head, I'm like, if you're going to do this, just don't talk to me anymore about it. But he like, like, so do you like this machine? You're like, he's having a conversation. Yeah. Like, we're just friends. This is not how this is going to work. So he starts having this conversation about like, you like this machine over here? I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, whatever. We hop off. A few hours go by. I'm doing some inventory count. I'm doing some like checking out some stuff or whatever. And then as I'm like looking at the merchandise on the sidewall, um, he, I literally bump into him and I'm like, oh, hey, Doug, how you doing? And like, I'm bummed to see him again hours later. And he's like, "Hey, dude, you know what? Hey, man, good to see you. Uh, I came back because you still have some shit on the sidewalk over there." Stepped and I was in like, "Again, bud." <laughs> dude, I'm getting mad thinking about it. So I'm literally, I go out there. I'm like, "Dude, I need you to show me what are you talking about." So I go out there, and I swear, the size of a half dollar, just the size of a half dollar amount out there on the sidewalk. I'm like, "Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I'm gonna take care of that." That's you're good. You, you've done your good deed for the good day. Good eye, buddy. Yeah, well done you. And uh, he, I walk back in. He follows me back in. He's like, "Can I get some free coffee for that?" I'm like, "You do not deserve free coffee for that, dude." Put it in the citizens app. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, "Dude, you do not deserve free coffee for that." And he's like, "Really?" And again, he gets to that weird tone where he's like, "Real? Like I don't deserve coffee for that." And I'm like, "Dude." You are making this really hard. And he's like, dude, wait, so what am I making this? What what's so hard about it? And at this point, again, I'm not trying to be rude, but like his buddy pops around around the corner and it's a guy that I wouldn't like if I'm pumping gas at the gas station, he comes walking up to me. I'm gonna probably end it a dollar too short because <laughs> I don't want this dude to be around me. Oh no, I would never end short. Dude, I'm and that th- so that was the dude that was around me. So he comes popping around and he's really don't you're not gonna give me some free coffee for this. And his buddy starts frowning at me. And I'm like, dude, you are making this very hard. And that's what I told him. You're making this very hard. You punched him right in the face. I punched, <laughs> I punched that kid square in the gut. <laughs> Brother guy, good Jesus, right then and there. And so I'm like, dude, you're making this very hard. And he's like, dude, this is an art. This is an art that I'm giving to you. And I'm like, I was, dude, I swear, I've never been more, like, humiliated and mad at the same time. Yeah. I, and, again, I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to get stabbed. And at this point, again, I'll tell you this, Caleb. I smelled, like, alcohol in his breath, and I was, it was a process. Yeah. So it wasn't just, like, some guy that was just, like, trying to see if he could hustle the system. It was the morning as well. Bright and early, dude. And, and the first time I saw him, it was, like, 9 o'clock. Clearly, he had done his drinking by then. And then 11 o'clock later. So, dude, get him around one more round of drinks. And then, again, he goes to his – does his routine like so you like you did you're you're doing a really good job as a cafe leader i'm like i i don't know what to do at this point like please come in one more time after this please come in one more time just so i can have a conversation with you as a sober man man to man just tell you what what we went through so anyways i wish there was some like great ending to that of like i don't even know what the justification of that process would have been i i just think it's so funny that it's like oh bro i stepped in shit Outside of where you work, that's not even really. It's on the sidewalk. It's on the sidewalk. You don't. Own, that's not a part of where you work. There's a lot of me that's. And like, that's on. That's on you. I, <laughs> I I do genuinely wish I stood my ground and been like, "Sorry, bud. Like that's just a tough morning for you." Yeah. And that's all there is to it. But there. But again, we're in this. We're in this like in this culture. Where, not necessarily culture, but just like city in general, where it's like, I. I don't know what I don't know what you're gonna do. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're going to, I don't know what you're capable of. Like, are you going to be that mad that you don't get your $4.20 latte that you're going to, like, start popping off on me and my crew? Because that's going to be weird. It's a weird, we're in a I weird had, spot. And I, this is, oh, no, I have, I have a couple, two more stories maybe. Good. Another one was I was working at the cafe and I was doing dishes and our sink is right by, like, the, the entrance to the back of the counter. To like where the employees are. Yeah. And so I was doing dishes there. We were, we had like just closed. It was like, we closed at 630. It was like 635. We had just closed. One of the gates was still open because we go in and out all the time. Yeah. And so, um, and we're like attached to a big building. So there's always people walking through. And so this, this homeless woman comes in and she looks like she's like covered in like dry paint or something. And she's like, I'm doing dishes and I'm like looking down and I just see this crinkled like 7-Eleven trash cup go under the faucet and I look up and there's like this lady covered in paint that stinks right there and I'm like sorry ma'am we're closed uh and she's like I just want some water and I was like all right cool you got your water you just head on out and she like starts drinking it and she's like I'm just getting more water and she like puts her trash cup back under again and then I'm like and the security guard wasn't at his desk right there I don't know where he was at so I was like Come That's on, a tough come spot. on, Daniel. Um, and so she like uh, gets her second glass of water and she starts drinking it. I'm like, all right, ma'am, well, we're closed. You got to go. And she's, I couldn't, she was like mumbling, but she was making direct eye contact with me, which is the creepy part. That's tough. And she's like, and there's this look. It really is. It's a look, man. And it's creepy. Yep. And you can't describe it. Yep. And it's, uh, it's just like any anything. Could it's happen. very like, unique. I was like ninety percent sure she was gonna like try to throw her water at me or right. something, which would have been uh, very gross. Because um, as I said, it was a trash cup. <laughs> <laughs> but she she's like, and me and gonna go, and she's like mumbling, and I can't understand her. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, ma'am, you need to go. And then she like looks at me, and she like tilts her head, and she starts puckering her lips and opening her arms. For a hug and a kiss. And I said, no, 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 That's no. not what I said. I said, no, 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 you got to go. And then she's like, and kept mumbling and just walked out. Dude, that's okay. I'll tell you the other story that I have yeah. in tying into that that idea of that look. Okay, so um, again, my sweet bride, Samantha, she dropped me off at work one morning. Mm-hmm. And um, she name she, drop. Name drop Samantha, the first lady espresso boy and the producer of the show, the espresso boys podcast. Um, she dropped me off at work one morning and, um, she, we, we, there was this dude, this homeless dude, like again, Caleb, you and I both, we're not going to like start pinpointing homeless dude that just sitting down the street, just doing yeah. nothing. Like we're not, that's not the conversation. If you come in and you're homeless, that's fine. If that's you want not something, the thing. Yeah. that's fine. But Great. it's when you start doing something. Yeah. That's when you, like when you start pushing that line yeah. of just a normal I don't know, person. Taking a shit in the corner, <laughs> pushing the line. <laughs> That's a line that's being pushed. So for the, again, there's this dude that was sitting outside of the uh, of the South Park Blue Bottle Cafe. Come visit us; it's a great place. I'm at Sansa. Um, and he was starting to shuffle stuff around, right? So like we have a yeah. bunch of construction happening on Second Street, and so he was starting to literally just sh- shuffle stuff around. And um, there's a bunch of construction stuff happening over there. Samantha texts me; he's like, "Hey, this dude's like pushing like um, you know construction barriers and stuff around, like." I, he's multiple people have multiple people have told him to stop. I don't know if you need to let anyone know. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. So a few, literally a few hours go by. I'm watching this dude 
he's just pushing stuff and like having the best morning in 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 his eyes that I can imagine, right? Like that's he's just a good day. great day, pushing stuff around, reorganizing trash cans and boxes and and literally anything that he can find to just put in a different place, he's doing it. And I'm like, okay, no harm, no foul, no big just deal. Playing Tetris, what you know, do your thing. I'm not I'm not stressing too much about it. I'm not gonna like call the the cops just because you're moving stuff around. Yeah. I'm not whatever. And so I I'm in the back room doing some stuff on the computer. And then uh, I, I peek my head out uh, in, into the cafe, and then um, a coworker, Danny, is like, "Hey, that dude, he actually popped in here, and he like m- kind of made a round real quick. Like he just like was kind of doing his thing in here, and then I had to kick him out. I'm like, okay, th- you know, cool. Like, I'll call the non-emergency police line yeah. and just like let them know. So I called them. I'm like, hey, you know, no big deal. Just this dude just." been out here for a few hours now like we're probably on the three or four hours at this point of just shuffling stuff around and i'm like he's just kind of creating a little bit of a problem for the cafe um be cool if you guys can just come take care of that and so he uh you know hour a couple hours go by at this point he's literally we're honest to god we're probably on five hours of him just moving stuff not in an aggressive way not making any sort of dent just like literally picking up a, a box of cardboard and moving it from one place stepping five feet to the left and moving it mm-hmm. down there. Like that's what he, that's his day. That's his plan. And so boom, I'm like, okay. And I think at the, at some point he started banging on the windows a couple of times. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm on I'm not into it. I'm not a big fan of that. Obviously now you're interrupting business. That's a problem. So again, I'm like, this said, needs, you see what this I did? Needs, I yeah. moved the trash can. Check this out. Yeah. Like I, you <laughs> see that, that, that orange barrier. I pushed that to the left a little bit and I moved this one to the Looks right. Good, right. Yeah. This is a good spot for it. So again, I'm like, okay, this is now it's starting. I'm I'm paying closer attention to him, so I'm having a one-on-one with someone, having a conversation, and then he comes in again, right? And uh, hey, blue bottle standards, we welcome everyone. Everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. I'm holding true. I'm like, I'm not gonna discard. Maybe this is one of those dudes that's like, he just wants to buy something real quick. Great, like you're welcome here, dude. Like get yourself some something, whatever. But he just makes a lap around the condiment station. And then what got my attention was he started to hover around a guest who was standing there and he, she, he started to like kind of peer over her, her shoulder for like a second or two too long. So I got up. I'm like, gosh, this adrenaline's kicking. I'm like, I yeah. have to deal with this now. So adrenaline's kicking. I go up to him like, hey, you, hey bud, we got nothing for you here. You got you to gotta take off. And he looks at me. He's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and I, I don't remember what he said. I just remember cassettes. He just starts talking about cassettes and we're like, oh, okay, I, I, I got to get the cassettes. I'm yeah. like, we got nothing for you here, bud. You got to go. And he's like, I'm, I, I just got to, I need to get the cassettes. And so I'm kind of veering, like literally wrangling him towards the door. And he's like, I just, I just got to get the cassettes. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm sorry, man, but we have nothing for you here. I need you to leave at this point. And that's the look I brought up because yeah. he looked me, he looked me in the eyes with that look. And he said, that's my intention. I'm going to leave or something like that. He's like, that's my plan or something like intense. And I'm like, Whoo! like, okay, <laughs> all right. So we're doing this. And he's like, and then he snapped back. And he's like, I just, I got to get the cassettes. And I'm like, all right, dude, you please leave. And he's like, oh, I'm going to take off. And he goes, they handle it. Seven hours later, they handled it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, San Francisco PD. Um, but dude. Those moments, man. It's this, freaky. And this is the city we're, we're in. And here's a, here's a positive one that I thought was very funny. I was uh, waiting at the BART station to go to work. Sure. And this guy, who I assumed to be homeless, uh, walks by me, and he, like, did a double take at me, which is a little 
Always a little, me out. Uh, a little uh, nerving. Yeah. And he like looks at me and he kind of like starts walking towards me and he points at me and he goes, Seinfeld. <laughs> and I said, what's up? And he said, Kramer from Seinfeld. <laughs> you look like him. And then he did a pretty good impression of Kramer from Like, you know how when Kramer walks in a door, how he like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that. He burst through. He did like the blinking and the, the head shake. I was like, <laughs> thanks, man. And he was like, Kramer. And then he just kept walking. Was he like, did he look like a straight shooter? I don't know what that means. Like, as in, like, were you did were you glad to receive that from him? I was glad. Good. That's a good I'd day. Be glad to receive that from anybody. That's good. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not. This mine, wasn't mine directed is, towards mine. Is Kramer's N word bit? Sure. His famous sure. N word bit. It, did you clarify with him yeah, what yeah. Kramer you were talking about? <laughs> Early 2000s <laughs> or or like pre 1998. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a lot of great stories we have in, inside of San Francisco. Um, there's one I told you this one, which was just a, a treat for me. It wasn't anything much. You know how like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a thing inside of fancy restaurants, but I assume like, you know what? No, actually, Samantha and I we went to this place in um, Disneyland. Um, what was that? That Napa Rose. Napa Rose. Oh boy. Napa Rose. This, this episode is brought to you by Napa Rose. <laughs> um, and after every like meal, they gave us you a little a little palate cleanser. Yeah. I feel like this was a, a palate cleansing moment where it wasn't directed at me. It wasn't anything offensive. It wasn't a big moment, but I was going down to the BART station. Some dude was listening to, to his music and he was just like, you know, into it. And a Corgi walked by and he pointed at it and he said, hot dog. <laughs> and I don't think he said it in the sense of like the old 1950s, like hot dog, like yeah, Mickey cool. Mouse. Yeah. No, I, I think he just pointed at it and he said, hot dog. And I was like, it was a matter of fact. Yeah. And I was like, that's the palate cleanser. That's the palate cleanser of San Francisco. We need a little bits of those every yeah. now and then just kind of like, all right, you know, we're, we get these fun stories outside of the craziness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a wild city. It is a fun city to live in though. And I live, uh, right next to mission street and there's just a lot of good yeah. food right there. Uh, you go on like a Friday night. It's just like everybody's partying. It's a good time. There's yeah. like random bands out there just playing music. They got like food trucks all over. That's cool. They got uh, random like people selling stuff on the street. It's a cool little spot. It's definitely different than anything. I think. I mean, I can speak for myself. I can imagine. I speak for you. In this uh, as please well. don't. It's like I'm gonna speak directly for you. <laughs> this is the word. And of I Caleb. quote Caleb Tegler. <laughs> it's definitely uh, different than anything I've ever experienced in yeah. my life. Which is good. Yeah. I think it's solid. And I mean. But not only is it like a new city that's very different from the city I lived in before. But like this is the first time I've moved out of my parents' house. This is the first time I'm like on my own, on my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a lot of new. A whole lot of good. A lot of new. Dude, can you. I mean, Samantha, could you imagine a world in which you, your first city that you lived in by yourself was San, San Francisco? be wild she says she said it'd be crazy yeah that's a that's a that's a bold adventure for you it's very to take. Fun. um so anyways but also it was very safe in that like i had a job and a place to live when i moved out yeah here, so and i mean we moved out here to be involved with the church the father yeah. south san francisco come on through sunday it's gonna be great next sunday by this point you listen to it on a monday we're this podcast is brought to you by the father south san francisco um, and so it's cool to have like the, the people that we do have out here. Yeah. But it also is exciting to see, like, there's a lot of new things that are happening and there's just new change that's taking place. And we're going inside of this giant city 
that's one of the I mean, you go anywhere in the world and someone will know what San Francisco is. Like yeah. it's not a question. So it's kinda it's cool to be able to live inside of this city, be a part of these people, and then again being a, like the fact that we moved here because of the church and like the fact that we have people that are from San Francisco and we can like kind of fall back on them. Like yeah. we're here because of it. You're here because of it. Tim Robin are here because of it. So I being able to have like a community of a very small community, but like a community of people, it's helpful. Yeah. I wouldn't be here out here if it wasn't for that. Yeah. It'd be very, <laughs> it'd yeah, be like, very different. This would be, a, if we didn't have the church out here, like, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here. I'm paying too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying too much. <laughs> and I'm dealing with, I've seen too many homeless people's bottoms. I've seen, <sighs> I've seen someone just use the curb as a an, toilet, dude. Just wiping with anything. Anything they can find. I walked out. And uh, again, this was the moment Samantha was picking me up from work. And I was walking out of, uh, it was at Market Square at this point, And I was walking out. I was just. I don't know where I was going. I was trying to figure out where the best place for her to pick me up was. Yeah. And I walked out and this, this, this probably sweet homeless person was using the curb as much of a toilet as you can use it as, and having a conversation while at it. Not like, not like out of her brain enough to be like, Oh, this is, this is an actual toilet. But just, I think she knew very full and well, this is a bus stop yeah. and I'm going to just, this is where I need to do it. I saw, Oh, here's something I saw a, I was once again waiting for, I was waiting at the BART station and this homeless man pooped in the BART station. Right. Correct. Well, no, no, no. Sorry. Let me start over. First, a man spit, spat right onto like this one spot. Okay. And he spit pretty invisible. You don't really see it. That's not a big deal. Whatever. Another guy kind of like hocked a loogie later on when a guy didn't even see it. Same spot. Oh, which is the weird thing. And then the homeless guy came and <laughs> took a poop right in the same spot. Wait, you witnessed you witnessed all of this? Yeah. Huh. And so I was like, I don't There's know something what it was going about on with that, that spot. spot. Yeah, that's something but you want to step in there. That's what we're going to commit to this episode. <laughs> Season of the Expressive Boys. <laughs> what's going on with that spot? <laughs> we're going to put up a camera and just record that spot. Figure out what's, what's going, going on there. right there. Uh, so, anyways, you want to know why we were gone for season one? At the end of season one, this is what happened. We got a lot of stories to share. A lot of share. stories. Uh, season two is going to probably consist of a lot of stories as yeah. well. It doesn't seem like there's a week that goes by without a uh, an exciting moment, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, season two. Here's what yeah. you can expect. We're going to have more structure. We're going to have more plans. This was a little more freeform. This was very much freeform. We had some yeah. – we had, we wanted to express This is more a bullet guys, point episode. Yeah, we wanted to tell you guys here's what was going on in season one. Here's what you can expect in season two. And, uh, yeah, our goal for season – for the intro to this episode was really just here's what we're walking into. So yeah. uh, we, have, we have committed to being – consistent with each episode mm. we want you guys to be able to like w- listen to an episode and feel comfortable being able to be like this is what the, this is what's going to happen each step of the way yeah. um and uh, i'm excited for it i feel good about it Me too it's gonna uh, be a good good season season one uh we had a good time but season two it's it's business it's all season two it's it's uh we're doing a little opposite mold i guess in this sense what Opposite, oh, opposite mullet. mullet party in the front. Yeah, no fun season no, two. No fun. This is serious. But you still got your bad boy espresso boy here you holding it down. Espresso boy. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Job less.
can you look? How bad can you look? How angry can you look? How gently can you pat your face? How softly can you stroke your hair? 